Hello and welcome back to the Coleman's podcast. Today we have a very special guest, the lovely Imelda May. Hi Imelda. Hi. Uh, my name is Tommy. Uh, I understand you played in London last night for the Ukrainian crisis. You must be wrecked after that. Thanks for coming on. I am absolutely shattered. Uh, or wiped out. It was a it was a fantastic even. Um, do you know it, it felt good to be to feel like we were doing something. We were fundraising, but we were gathering together in solidarity, and it just felt good to feel active and to feel a little less useless. You know, I'm not a politician. I can't change the world. I'm a musician, so that's what I'll do if somebody asks me to play some. You know, I'm a writer. If they want me to write or sing or play or whatever, you know, I'm happy to 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 join and do my small part in in what I can do. But there was a lot of Ukrainians there last night, and one of the back and vocal who sang with me was Ukrainian and was looking for a family. So there was a lot of emotion last night. Yeah, yeah. I understand. It must be difficult for them to like for them like to not be able to do anything other than like, yeah. Not other than go to gig yeah and so we, we raised a lot of money last night so let's hope that helps in some way everybody did it for free and I'm when I say everybody I'm not just saying the artists um the the crew the lighting design and we pulled it together in three days or they did I just turned up and it's a massive undertaking um to do that and get all there was all the trucks coming in all the back line you know, all the equipment and um, and every single person there was was just doing it for the good of the heart. It's just lovely. Anyway, go ahead, ask me more. Hi, I'm Tammy. And Hi. Um, my question is that obviously it isn't easy to get your level of success. It's hard to get success overall nowadays in social media and overall around the world since everyone wants to do it and it's hard to get recognized. But was it a hard journey for you? Um. I don't think journeys are supposed to be easy. I agree. Um, I think, I think a journey, the journey is as much a part of the experience and uh, as the the goal is, if you know what I mean. I think if if even more so, to be honest, um, because a lot of people certainly within for me, art leads the way, and that's what I follow I follow my heart I follow art I follow creativity and I trust that it will lead me to the right place I think if you chase success for the sake of success you will find yourself greatly disappointed whether you achieve it or not I agree you will you'll be disappointed if you don't achieve and then when you do you wonder what it was all for if your heart certainly wasn't in the right place or if you think it's going to make all your dreams come true. So I think fulfillment is the aim um, and to do what it is you love and to get to be able to do that on a daily basis is such uh, a, a joy in life. That is the aim. And to be also on a practical level, to be able to pay your bills as if, if you're involved in the arts in any form. Um, and to be to to fund you not only you know you, your your daily life but to be able to continue to do what you love um because so many people start out 
and, and fall by the wayside. But it so it takes a lot of um, determination to be able to do that and, it, to, and to push through the tough times. Um, for instance, you know, I didn't go to music college or anything, but I, uh, I would work double shifts all day and then go to a gig at night and then sleep very little and do what I had to do because the, the gigs weren't paying my bills. But um, I was determined that gigs were what I want. Music was what I wanted to do and writing was what I wanted to do. And I'd fund that um, by just working my ass off doing jobs that I hated. Um, so, and I felt it was worth the trade-off for me to get to do what I loved. That's fair. I mean, it is true that being determined is very important uh, nowadays because people usually look at success and stuff just for the sake of being popular, but not actually because they like it. Many artists out there actually, uh, they have succeeded, but they don't really feel happy and joy because they were chasing success for the sake of success and not for the sake of they love what they're doing. It's because they want to be popular for not really any reason, actually, just for their own, just just to be known amongst people. It's, what it's, do you want? To, uh, most, some of the best artists in the world aren't popular at all. You know, um, yeah. I mean, you know, you look at even or or are popular in different realms. I mean, you know, Tom Waits isn't playing on the radio. Yeah, that's true. Is one of the Nick Cave, PJ Harvey, the Pixies, you know, so many people that influence you aren't um, played on the radio very often. I mean, legends, but um, without them, you wouldn't have loads of music that you have now that is played on it. But it, it's it's, but they're 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 brilliant. It doesn't matter. Popularity doesn't matter. I mean, when you're talking yeah, about social not. media or or whatever, you know, people are. It, that, it doesn't matter. Uh, a friend of mine, a promoter, um, he works with Cher. And um, he was saying that, you know, she she gets, she's millions of followers. She gets hundreds of thousands of likes for everything she says. And he said, but it means nothing. It means nothing. It doesn't make people buy tickets for her gigs. She makes people buy tickets for her gigs by whatever, by being fabulous. Um, and if the internet went down tomorrow, she'd still be fine. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. base your whole life on being popular online, you know, that day not that long ago when every when Instagram was shut down and, and so many people from online who created a whole career on Instagram or TikTok were going, shit, it's over. I if know, this goes yeah. down, my whole career is done. So you know, I think, yeah, I think you have to just figure out what it is that you love, what it is you really want to do with your life and to do everything that you can to do that and meet great people on the way and enjoy the journey. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm going to move on to Jack now. <laughs> does that help? Uh, it does, yeah, 100%. I don't know that. I'm Jack. Uh, I was wondering... You've always been a great advocate for Irish culture and music, and recently you've launched a poetry book. What influenced you to write this? I always, I'm always writing. 
there's there's hardly any piece of paper around my house without something scribbled on the back or doodling or um I'm always writing I'm a, I'm I'm first and foremost a writer yeah. um and it was my friends and family encouraged me to put it out because they'd be requesting certain poems at different occasions my girlfriends would request some of the more risque ones at two in the morning with margaritas in hand um, and they would encourage me to put, they said, you need to put them out. So I decided to do that. I got a deal with um, Faber and um, I decided to take, um, I, want, I went with the deal that was not a financial gain for me, if I'm honest, um, but they were willing to make the book that I wanted. So I decided to do that. I wanted it in linen. I wanted it embossed. I wanted it beautiful to touch. I wanted thick paper inside. Um, and um, so I decided to always, as my art and art should always be the highest purpose and should win. So I made the book that I wanted as opposed to um, the book that would... Um, you know, be 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 um like I said, be of financial gain or of 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 major distribution or whatever. I went for the most beautiful of all, and the inspiration is life. I just write about life, and I write as honestly as I can, so that I can connect with people. Okay, thank you. That's all right. Me again. Uh I was just wondering, do you have a favorite Irish poet and um, did you enjoy studying poetry in school or is it something that you grew into as you got older? Oh, very good question. Um, I didn't enjoy it at school. I think school is way outdated. I think they're still teaching in like a Victorian era. And I think a lot of teachers would agree that they have so many, uh, most teachers start to be a teacher to inspire and do so and try to do so, but they're held back um, by targets that they have to meet, ridiculous targets that they don't want to meet and they can't make the children meet. Um, and it shouldn't be about numbers. It should be about inspiration. Um, and for me, poetry was something that was kind of, the teachers that I had, uh, it, it was all about the, the 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 way of teaching at the time was to study each line mm. and try to find the meaning each line. But in 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 doing that, I lost the meaning totally. I didn't get given the space to just fall in love with a poem. Um, and I thought poetry was a chore, homework. Um, and it wasn't until later on when I'd read poems that actually connected to me or that I could relate to. And I didn't need to study every line. I felt it. I read it and I felt it. And then that's what drew me in to then want to know more and explore other poets. So, yeah, and the poets that I love, I love, um, geez, where do I start? Not there. Love, um, Nikita Gill is a friend of mine and uh, has become a friend of mine, is a wonderful poet. Um, Rupi Kaur, Kate Tempest, 
Stephen James Smith, um, Seamus Heaney, WB Yeats, uh, John Cooper Clark, um, Charles Bukowski. Um, I'll read the lyrics of Leonard Cohen, Bob Dylan, Patti Smith. PJ Harvey, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look to songs as well, but but I'll, I'll, with poetry, I'll go down. Pat Inglesby is a flipping genius. Um, and if you ever get to read The French Woman on the Sky, it's one of the most beautiful books. Um, I read that regularly. He's just such a great writer. Um, so, yeah, and I said Seamus Heaney is just... And and WB8, Seamus Heaney is just so earthy. He brings the earth into everything. He talks with the land. And he's just he's just a phenomenal writer. And um, where I'd say Joyce or Yates goes to the stars, you know, he goes oh, yeah. out and above where Seamus digs down. Yeah, one very grounded and one uh, dreaming, I was like. Yeah, yeah. Do you like poetry? Uh, I, I uh, you know, you know yourself, I'm in school and like, kind of chore at the moment but some of that uh, Seamus Heaney's like um digging and well, yeah I mean for, uh, I think with poetry it's 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 to do it finding the one that you that connects with you as opposed to what you know in, in school they can only guide you but you have to do your own digging if you like and um, yeah. you have to do your own you know school can guide you but then you have to educate yourself you know, um, yeah. I remember um, T-Bone Burnett said to me, never let schooling get in the way of your education. You know, that they will guide you, but you have to educate yourself ultimately and follow your own path. So if you think there's poetry, you know, instead of waiting on it to be handed to you on a plate, you know, have a read around and, and you know, you can go into a bookshop, you don't have to buy it. Just open it and have a look. Have a look at John Cooper Clark or even look to the bands that you like and see what lyrics are drawing you in and then you can find who, who their influences are. Like John Cooper Clark, I think the Art of Monkeys have torn a couple of his poems into songs and um and uh, I think Elvis Costello has torn um, some of his stuff into songs as well. So he's he's quite a strong influence on musicians. He's, he's a punk poet, if you like. Yeah. Well, poetry find out where... Poetry is all work anyway. I mean, yeah, school leads you to like poetry, so it teaches you the and teaches you everything about it, but it has to be your own work. But yeah. I have a, I have a question. It's a it's a random one, but uh, not a random. Oh. One. It's it's not related to poetry, but um, I don't mind. I I am curious about that about um well as you know you do a lot of advocating for problems such as domestic abuse. And I really liked your co collaboration with Irish women in harmony. And you've written a poem for the Black Lives Matter movement called You Don't Get Irish and Racist. Mm -hmm. uh, so why do you think it's important to take a stand against these issues? Well, if you don't stand against them, then you're compliant. If, if you, if you, if I have, you have to take a stand in life, don't you? That's, that's, <laughs> it's all about every, life is about love in its purest form. There's two, there's two motions. They've discovered a while ago that they've discovered a couple of things. They've discovered that um, through years of study that they thought empathy was um, nature versus nurture. 
And they've recently discovered that empathy is actually something that gets better with practice. So they're trying to now bring it into schools as a, as a, almost a subject to teach empathy because the more you practice it, the better you get at empathizing with somebody else, which is totally amazing to, for them to be able to, to figure that out um, and then introduce it. The other thing is there are, they've discovered there are two, this is a long time now, there are two basic emotions and it's not love and hate, it's love and fear. So you can boil down most other emotions to either love or fear. And when you realize that, and then you can figure out where things come from within others or within yourself. And then you figure out what would you prefer. And it's not always, love is not the easiest option by any means. In fact, it's often the most difficult. But it's worth fighting for. It's worth aiming for, for sure. So, and part of that is to stand up for people who haven't got a voice. I'm not a politician. I'm not a professional activist by any means. But I have a voice. We all have a voice. And I think to be a bystander and say nothing is just as much, uh, uh, it's, it's just as much a crime as the person who commits the crime. We have to stand up and, and count and, 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 and love and gather each other in. And there will always be atrocities in the world. There will always be light and dark. Light and dark live together. They always will but it's worth trying to fight for the light as much as you can and being, you know, to, 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 to aim for the light. That's a great advice, yeah. Well, we might be going to Jack now again. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your biggest musical influence? Ah, oh my God. That's a question and a half. Yeah. I'm going to be... I can't name it in... I couldn't name in one. I think too many for I, I I'm not I haven't got one you know somebody would say it's this one person did it for me it's not for me my mind is too um it's wide my 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 vision is wide yeah. I, I I find it hard on a daily basis that I need to know more I need to, I want to know more I wish I could open my head and put knowledge into it you know when you there's loads of books that you know you want to read and you're trying to get around to read them I want to know more I want to understand more um as much as I can in this very short life that we have because there's so much to learn so much beauty there's so much excitement and fun and um I get off on on creativity on other people's fabulous ideas that spark me up um, and it's the reason for existing and living, I think, is that um, spark. And I think for me to pick one, it's, it's my vision is vast in that I will see something in one and something else in another and something else. And I'll take, it's like having conversations with people. You don't listen to everything as they say. You take the bits that you need. And I think for me, any kind of art goes into you for me bringing up my daughter I'll bring her to galleries and gigs and all because I think she won't take it all in but she'll take all the pieces that she needs in so you know I I I, I go back and forth I get influenced by people in the past or people who are current I like to know where it's going 
Um, I think I've a lot to learn from bands who are who are yet to be to come out or bands who are just current, currently coming out. Um, and I would say I love. I mean, there's some innovators that that just are amazing. There's there's one woman called um, the Sisters Out of Tar, and she influenced Chuck Berry. She uh, was a guitarist. I mean, when you read her story, it's bonkers. She got she got married in a in a. She wanted to do a big publicity stunt. She got married in a baseball stadium, invited ten thousand people, but forgot to get somebody to marry. So just grabbed her manager and married him, and then she had affairs with various people, um, male and female. Traveled all around America in a car with her female lover piano player and nearly got lynched many times um, and continued to play and create her own sound which Chuck Berry listened to and got his sound from and then everybody everybody in there is influenced by Chuck, you know all the rock and roll bands and punk bands and all that influenced by, by Chuck he was the start of rock and roll so um I like to know about people's lives. Billie Holiday is a big influence, I would say, and um, the Ramones and uh, Aretha Franklin and Ella Fitzgerald and Fleetwood Mac and and the Specials and the Pixies and the you know I, I could go on and on and on. Just everybody I've ever loved. You'll take a little piece of each of them and carry with with carry it in your heart and the same as poets and writers and um and and pieces of art that you see and the beautiful sunset that you see is the most artistic thing that you can see sometimes in a day it just goes into you and it comes out in your right okay thank you uh one last question from me not the last question though uh, uh that's okay do you do you think the pandemic has uh, affected the music industry? And would you say the enforced, uh, uh, enforced free time has affected your creative outlook? Ooh, um, it's definitely affected the entertainment industry all around, the, the, the music industry and, 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 and so many others. The music industry is on its knees. Um, it's really bad. And um, people are, are scrambling to make a living um, like some of my 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 sound engineers they're some of the best in the world lighter designers they were Amazon drivers over lockdown and it was really hard for everybody um, so yes it affected all of us it affected everybody um, but musicians didn't have any furlough schemes or payment schemes really and actors and uh, or anybody in 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 in, in theaters or in live music or live performances, anybody who requires an audience, we're fucked, basically. Um, excuse my language, teacher. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, for enforced lockdown, yes, it affected all of us. I suppose it made us take stuff in a weird way. It made me get busier. Yeah, because yeah, I kind of I was panicking and I started to do probably more than I needed. I started to say yes to everything that was coming in. Um because you're scrambling, 
you're thinking shit so what, what what do we do so I ended up releasing an album writing a poetry book and releasing that and making a movie so I probably had one of my busiest years um which is bonkers really um I didn't get time to sit around um making banana bread or whatever I wish I'd had it taken more time but I'm also really grateful for the opportunities that came and I I grasped onto them with both of my hands um, because I felt you had to felt I had to but I, I felt I want I, 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 I wanted to I wanted to continue being creative because it's I'm not one to sit around doing nothing I need I need um I need creativity. I need to be to 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 function. You know, I need to be inspired. Um, or no, I'm always inspired, but I need to do something with that. If that makes sense, chat to somewhere to put all that creative energy. So I can't just sit around and stop because it it continues to flow within me. You know, so I'm very grateful that I had opportunities to do that because a lot of musicians I know were going mad. They really their mental health was was affected so I'm very grateful that I was found ways to channel my energy well, that, that was great to hear um, I mean overall everyone was affected by the pandemic like the mental yes. health was affected even like many of us were affected but here's the Everybody. last question, last question uh, to end all this last question the last one and, okay. and I do say thank you. Thanks again for your time. I get you're a busy person, so I appreciate you can make it. And thank you for your time. And do you have any advice for young musicians who might be struggling to get their music out there on social media? God, it's really tough. It's really hard. It's always been hard, though. Um, you know, you think you think that social media will make it easier to get out there. Because when you think of what did people have before to, to get known, but then when, but, but, but you're kind of, you're caught up in a, in a storm of everybody doing the same thing. So how do you stand out? So the only, I mean, I get asked this a lot and, and the only thing that I, the only advice that I can give is to be true to yourself. I know that sounds like it's not a career plan, but it's not. And um, you have to be true to yourself. Yeah. And I think people pick up on that. People will be drawn to you if you're true to yourself, if you're willing to take a risk, if you're willing to be not popular and not liked, if you're willing to do what it is you love, people will follow you. If you I remember a couple of bands asked me some things. I remember saying, you know, they were getting to ask to do different gigs or different festivals. And I said, if you try and please everybody, you'll please nobody, um, including yourself. If you keep changing your music for every gig you do to make everybody like it, nobody will know what it is you actually do and you'll lose yourself and not know what you do. So if you figure out what it is you love and do that and people can like it or lump it, they can take you or leave you, then the people who do take you, people who do love you will really love you and you'll be able to do what you love and you will be able to connect them because they will see the truth in you and in doing so whether you're a success or not you will be fulfilled and you will be nourished so I think it's deeper than just trying to find success because yeah. I think for most people that I know 
the ones who are really successful are actually very deep and very true and willing to risk it all. Unless, maybe not so much in pop. Pop is very much uh, uh, an industry. It's a machine and it's very unhealthy. Um, But I think I'm talking about musicians with, with longevity. They are people that I want to hang around because they are nourishing and they're passionate and can sometimes be assholes because they're so passionate about what they do. So I don't know about giving advice about success, to be honest. Um, it's not something that it's not something that I aimed for as an ultimate goal or as the only goal. It wasn't some I wanted to be really fucking good at what I did. I wanted to try and be continually better than I was the year before. I wanted to surround myself with people who are better than me that I could l- learn from. I want to always be the student in the room. And um, I turned down record deals when I was 16 and they wanted to make me a big star, but they wanted me to sing music that I that I knew I, I was going to hate. And I was going to possibly have success with something I hated. And I can't think of anything worse. Imagine for the rest of your life having to stand up and sing songs that you've never liked yeah and people and you can't get away from that then you can never shake that and think i'll actually change tactics so you have to really own if you're true to yourself then you have to own your own mistakes and learn from them and also then you can own your victories and be proud of them well thank you very much to imelda for coming out to speak to us today if you enjoyed this episode, follow our socials on Instagram and Twitter at Comus Podcast. Stay safe and thanks for listening. He got me with the hook, those big bass notes. Thunder on my chest, mm, stuck in my throat. Pulling me down, like a rumble in the ground. Crawls up from the depths, with a deep down sound. Johnny got a boom boom, Johnny got a bam. Big Bamba